It was my birthday yesterday, and my boyfriend and all my friends forgot. I had a really bad history with birthdays, so I never expect presents or anything big. Growing up, my parents ignored my birthday, and I never really had friends, so I never really celebrated it. This year, <laughs> this fucking year, Harry Potter, dude. Shit they don't tell you. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, I'm Steve Green. And today we have YouTuber, actress, podcast host, and general human being, mm. Megan Reyes. Hello. Thanks Hello. for having me, guys. I'm excited. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So Megan has a podcast called Don't Blame Me, and mm-hmm. I got to be on it like a couple times. Steve's never been on it because he's... Do you uh, want to give like 18-year-old girls advice about their to. vaginas? I would love to explain to them things that they don't understand about themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can... and all of Twitter. Yeah, as a man, <laughs> I think I know more and I can help 100%. Them. Yeah. You definitely seen more of a vagina than me, I bet. Thank you. Because I can't really oh, see wow, mine. I think about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I've seen very variations. Like of I it. couldn't pick my vagina up out of a lineup. I don't I think. Could. No. Have you seen that picture? That's like uh, it's like a diagram, and it's of all of these different vaginas. My friends and I were like picking ours, and then we like sent it to our boyfriends. They were like, "Yeah, no," and then we were like, "Oh, we don't <laughs> see this angle." We were like, "What do you yeah. mean?" <laughs> I thought this was me. It yeah. was a very weird thing that I was like, "Oh, maybe I." don't know it better than you like maybe if it was um in the angle we see it yeah, like, yeah it's just, like, just me forward. naked in front like yeah. in front of the mirror out of the shower I'm right like, on that slit one uh-huh. <laughs> see, i need i need i would be if it was in, if nikki's vagina was in lineup i'd be like can we reduce lights 20 percent, please reduce lights 20 percent, because i usually see it in very low light settings so. oh right 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you would need like the proper skin tone for yeah that i can't setting. have it like walmart lighting oh yeah, yeah no, no. true why don't we ever fuck in a Walmart? We, don't, we haven't fucked in a Walmart. Too fluorescent. Yeah, <laughs> true. thank you. Could I don't like cool. the fluorescent Could lights anywhere. Cool. So because Megan's podcast is all about uh, answering advice that listeners send in, I thought she could help us answer some of your questions that you've sent us. Um, these are probably going to be a lot of like, hi, Nikki and Steve, but just let's, let's just oh, pretend 100%. it just says Megan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Also, I don't pre-screen my questions, so if we hate something, we'll just move on. Amazing. Okay. I love it. Do you ever say Megan uh, Megan ranks the best answers? The best answers? Because like, like you would be ranking them. Oh. Like ranking. oh it's spelled different. No, but I, I know, get but where you're going. The alliteration oh. could be fun. Oh, that could be true. fun. Damn. Just a little rank hot my, tip. Rank my pick. Yeah. yeah. Rank I've never my even message. It's such a waste of it a is. great last name. No, it truly is. Yeah. I just always like, it's like multiple ice skating like ranks Oh, see, I don't even, yeah, I'm not even familiar with that. Yeah. All right. Something, so to, something to think so about. Something to think about. Yeah. 2020. Rebranding, cool Rebranding everything. <laughs> Start a new channel. Um, all right. So first question. Hey, Steve and Nikki and Megan. Mm. Longtime listener. Love one of you guys. Argue amongst yourself who it is. It's Nikki. It's, it's probably Steve. I admire the relationship. It is Megan. It's Megan. <laughs> I admire the relationship that you two have created. So I'm finally being brave enough to ask for advice from two people I respect. My problem is a little bit complicated, so it might be long, but I will make a detailed but as short as I can, so hopefully I could get an answer. That's we tell them like if you write us a long message. Oh yeah, my, my producer it. like yells and she's like, if you bitches <laughs> go over three minutes, like I'm done. I Melissa. get so mad. Yeah, but she him. she gets mad at me too sometimes because I because I can't help but be rude. He starts it. making a huff face like. <sighs> I'm like just fucking get to it. Oh yeah, no, that's that's my producer. She just rolls her eyes. She's like. <laughs> All right. I'm 27 and I've been with the same girl for 10 years, but three years into the relationship, I found out she was cheating on me with two different guys. She had never been with anyone before me and I had actually told her before we made it official that if she needed to get it off her chest and out of her system, I recommend she be with guys. But tell me, she didn't tell me. So I told her that we could try and work through it, even though it was mid-relationship, not pre-relationship. 
Um, starting from a year after that, I would periodically find out she would be cheating on me again. Anything from messaging guys to sex. And we had investigated or we had invested so much time into the relationship and building a life, I kept on looking past it. I know it sounds dumb, what? but she really is a nice girl and I've always envisioned a no, future with not. her. But lately, even though it's been a year since I last found out she's cheated on me, it's been weighing on my mind. I even got angry at her for the first time ever the other day simply because even though she's the one who's been doing that this whole time, we both agree that it's mainly me putting in the effort to hold the relationship together. I don't say. I do all her hobbies, but until very recently, it's been a struggle to get her to do mine. I'm a dancer, and in 10 years, I've taught her how to dance with me, and I don't know if I could ever get anyone to understand it to the degree that we've built. In the past, I've tried to break up with her, but I would feel so bad that we stay together so I stopped trying that now I sort of feel trapped we live in a very nice apartment together that we split rent equally on and I do have other options from girls I've never had trouble getting attention or a number but I don't want anyone else I've lost most of my friends and family trying to make her happy so I feel alone some friends reach out to me but I've gone uh, from a hyper confident extrovert to an introvert and I can't respond to them I've never told anyone this so I hope you can respond to me I really want to hear from someone that it can work and how to start fixing it I don't know what to do anymore more. I can't internalize it. Thanks for taking the time to read this novel, guys. Bryson. Bryson, you got all your confidence through this chick, and you're keeping it alive because that's where your confidence is centered, and you have none in actuality. And it's been 10 years, and I feel like this is so common when people are like, but it's been 10 years. Like, I built so much. Yeah. I have to start over again. Like, it doesn't matter how long you've been with somebody. If it's not working, it's not fucking working. Yeah, and it's not gonna work. That's like, I never think, like, no matter how much time you invested, like, th- it being miserable, like, then fun. Continue to have the next 10 years for that. I also think, like, if you, you want to fix it, doesn't sound like she wants to fix it at all, and she hasn't. And I think, like, you can have, like, make mistakes in relationships and move past it, but... It, not one party has to be the one moving past it. I think like you both have to want to do it and put that effort in. And like, she clearly doesn't give a shit. And like, I don't want to say like you're letting her get like, you know, like getting away with that kind of stuff. But like when you forgive that stuff over and over and over again, it just becomes like, oh, this is something I can do now. Yeah. And it's like, there's no, there's no strings attached for her. Like there's no pressure at all for her to get better or put in any effort because every time she's a piece of shit you're just like okay cool like no I'll, just, yeah. I'll just stay with I'll you i'll roll with it you're so awesome i love you 10 years how do i make this work how do i fix this bryson wake up move on and to Next me question. if like she's been doing this this early like early into the relationship and she continues to do it i mean that's what the next like if you if you get married, like, what's the end result? Like, you get married and then she keeps doing that for, like, mm-hmm. 50 more years or however long you're alive. Yeah. I mean, I say reach out to the friends and family that you're not, like, super close to anymore and confide in them and be like, hey, I think I want to break up with her. Because if you're saying it's hard to break up, that's usually because you don't have a support system. And it sounds, totally. that's what you said, that you don't really have that right now. So I would, like, reach out to them and then be like, stick by me as I do this and hold me accountable. Yes. Megan just ranked your relationship a very low score. <laughs> I love it. Very low score. New uh, brand. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need a new one. All right. Next question. Dear Stephen, Nikki, and Megan, first things first, I'm a big fan, and I think your podcast is one of the best around. Or it's as, the best around. It's it the is. best around. It Other- says, or as Steve says, it is a best. It is a best. Thank you. <laughs> and I think both of you are hella funny. Thank you. So I'm a 20 year old guy from Indonesia and I just recently went through a breakup and falling out with my close friends from high school. This left me without an emotional part. 
without an emotional partner and without a lot of my friends. I just wanted to ask for advice on how I can open myself up to meeting new people for making friends and or a new girlfriend. I consider myself pretty socially awkward and I often find myself feeling scared to approach strangers that I find or strangers that I find interesting. Sounds creepy, but forgive me. Any advice on this issue? Thank you. A lonely dinosaur. Just call me this. <laughs> P.S. Drink more water, Steve. It's good for you. That's right. I'm trying. At least you don't have caffeine today. Yeah, I was going to say, it's diet. Thank you. Yeah. And it's root beer. Yeah. I think root beer doesn't have No, it doesn't. it's caffeine, not taking right? away the hydration. It's not by choice. Is that why you're so grumpy today? I'm not grumpy. You're grumpy. I'm not grumpy. You're oh, gr- I'm grumpy because I did a bunch of work. No, I know. Megan, are you like grumpy that. today? Always grumpy. Yeah. I'm just tired, which always makes yeah, me grumpy. Yeah, same. That's what happens after you turn like 25. Your body starts dying. Isn't that the age? That is, yeah, that's, what, I mean, my science I think your brain says, does. I yeah, something about your brain. Something you start deteriorating, your body, you start deteriorating. Your peak oh. performance at 25. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because so that's when your brain fully forms. Yeah. yeah. And then it just goes away. So, yeah, I'm 26 now, so I, I oh, felt shit. that. But you know what down. I love about 26 is that's, like, when you stop giving any shits. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. just the person that you were always going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck it, if you don't like it, I'm done. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, buddy, we're not going to answer your question. We're talking about ourselves. <laughs> so we're talking about us, okay? <laughs> uh, we just need to take a minute for us, too, if that's okay with you. We're just giving an example of the type of people that you probably want to approach. Duh. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that approaching people is one of those things, man. Like, don't, Yeah, don't be weird. And he says he's 20, so we also want to let you know that your brain hasn't fully formed yet. And mm-hmm. also, it's not dying yet, mm-hmm. like ours are. But at a certain point, it really fucking doesn't matter what you say to people or like do to make friends because everyone's just like not in that mode of like needing to impress all the time mm-hmm. i feel like there's a certain age where it just like falls off a cliff you're just like oh what are you what do you what do you do okay let's talk i don't care yeah i mean i think the best way to meet people is through like shared interests and hobbies like i mean i dropped out of college and so that when i Same. moved to la i was like fuck how do i meet anybody then i was like oh everyone here is like under 21 and an unempl- like an unemployed actor or whatever so it's easier that way but i think if you can like find friends through hobbies and stuff like that i think it's better than like approaching strangers on the street and being like hello would you like to be my friend totally like a yoga class you could take yoga there's Mm -hmm. a lot of women in there if you're looking for the girlfriend route but don't be that creepy yoga guy that's just like in the back looking at everyone's butts and then Mm -hmm. you go up after what if you're the yoga guy and you get put in the back well i think you should volunteer well should they not go should where should a yoga guy go i I would say the front or the middle what if the front and the middle are all booked on the side what Um, if what if he has to go to the back? I think that's understandable. But okay. if you start in the back, like if you're first one there and then you're in oh, the back. you're looking at butts. Yeah, you're just My looking at butts. My mind is just butts. thinking of like downward dog in his ball sack. And I'm like, I'd prefer oh, not to see that. True. I wouldn't want to see that. But yeah. yeah. I was thinking like, what if you come in there and you have a, a, a low light eye condition and so you have to wear sunglasses and also you have to get in the back. What do you do then? Well, then that's an exception, honey. That's what we call an exception. <laughs> okay, perfect. perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, I don't know what else to i don't know what else to give you join an improv class we always tell join people to join an improv class, class. also become more interesting thank you oh <laughs> <laughs> no look he says when you when i approach interesting people yeah don't maybe don't i don't know don't think of it like that just think of it like you're just talking to somebody you're not talking to somebody that you built up in your mind as an interesting person just just talk to a person without stakes see that's why people need to get, find their own interests because then it's like you're bringing something to the table and you know that you're bringing something mm-hmm. to the table so you don't like judge yourself as like oh i am not worthy i have nothing to bring to the table i'm just uh gonna sit here until an opportunity to talk arises you might be more interesting than me you're interesting i'm not like classifying people like that can really fuck you up i think yeah his uh his 
title was Help, I'm Lonely, LOL. Aww. Aww. But he added LOL, so he doesn't want us to feel too bad. Yeah. Listen and, to lots of don't. podcasts. No, we don't, because yeah. you said LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you make it lighthearted at Takes the end. Takes it all away. <laughs> exactly. Um, podcasts, Good luck, podcasts give you an idea of how people talk to each other. Yeah, for sure. So keep listening. Mm -hmm. Subscribe. Rate us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> that would really help your situation. How can you help oh. us? Um, all right. Next question. Am I placeholdering him? So, hey guys, longtime fan and subscriber, and really appreciate some insight. Both of your emotional intelligence and your relationship are goals. Thank Thanks. You. Oh, that's a really nice compliment. I know. We tell people if they compliment us, we're more likely to read their question. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and we will. Uh, my question is similar to Nikki's situation where she ended that five-year relationship because she didn't want to settle. I'm 24 and nearing on a four-year relationship with my boyfriend. We've been considering purchasing property and planning for the future. Recently, I've been questioning whether I'm settling. If there's guys like Steve out there or if I'm just seeing the grass is greener on the other side. If there's guys like Steve out there or am I just seeing the grass is greener on the other side? Well, it is greener. True. <laughs> We're playing with all See, that's our a last way to use names your last today. Name to win. You got an easy one to do that though. So well, true. I think you do too. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Puns have gotten so much easier since marriage. How are you ranking this email so far? Uh, I pretty good. I just like feel bad for her yeah. already. True. Yeah. Also okay. feel bad for her boyfriend. He's <laughs> clearly not that tight. Who doesn't no, know? He's not tight at all. No. All right. She says, I love him. I can see us growing old. But We're on the same page with family and long-term values. I'm confident we can continuously teach, learn, and grow with each other. I'm not naive of the teamwork needed to strengthen a relationship. We have great friends and our families love us. The circumstances are perfect, but I can't shake the feeling that this relationship may not be it for me. There are small aspects, example, different sense of humor, so I don't laugh as much with him and I can't and I can seem less engaged. I'm not intellectually uh, stimulated, yet I'm not motivated to encourage him to learn, but I'd feel extremely guilty if I just left him just because. What stops me is knowing my own tendency to give up on things when things are tough. Even in our fights, my boyfriend tries to repair things, whereas I suggest incompatibility. And he often points out that I don't value him as much as he values me, which adds to the guilt. I'm the bad guy all along. So what if it's just the unhelpful grass is greener mentality? This that this is my flaw and an issue I'll cross no matter who I'm with. And I might give up before any guy develops into the Steve for me. My previous relationship doesn't provide much insight as it was a completely different circumstance. So my questions are, how did you evaluate what, whether you were settling, Nikki? Please don't say it's a leap of faith. Steve, what are your thoughts? Any friendly advice? And also Megan. <laughs> and also <laughs> thoughts on the grass is greener mentality. Feel free to roast me for any flaws. Maybe it's a wake up call I need. Seems like really long questions are typically chosen. So I hope Fuck. this is an easier Aren't question to read. I hope it makes it. That uh, was a review, by the way. A review of what? Of our show. Oh, yeah. Wordy questions. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, she tried to make hers shorter because our past ones were like novels. Hmm. Um, okay, so uh, settling. Yeah, I do think that. Because um, if you're already like, everything's great on paper, but... Could it be better? Like not even that. She's like number one. I don't like his sense of humor. Number two. I don't emotion intellectually yeah. connect with him. What the fuck is left, man? What's yeah. he got? He's got cool abs. No, her like pro list. I always get really annoying. People are like, oh, but they're so nice. I'm like, that's not a positive mm, trait. No. Like that's like a baseline. Like right. I'm gonna eliminate you if you're not nice. Not like, oh, I guess I should stay with him because he's not like terrible. Right. So like, but I just think like those night like you have similar family family values. Like you guys have support and all of that stuff. But that's I don't know. I think that's way 
more common than like a, like a sense of humor that like like and that's a day to day stuff that's gonna make you like not want to murder him in his sleep. Exactly, you're just gonna build resentment the more time goes on and it's boring and yeah. like. Yeah. You already did listen to her, man. She's like, yeah. she's true. like, I'm the bad guy. Like, come on, man, that's resentment. And that's also a way that you're trying to just stay in the relationship is like, oh, I'm the bad guy. I can fix this. Yeah. I don't know if you can. Like, I think it just is incompatibility. I don't think you're wrong. And I also don't think that he's wrong. He he probably does value you more than you value him. But that's because he finds you interesting and you don't <laughs> find him interesting. Take yeah. him to a dinner. Sit him down and say, tell me a joke. Then <laughs> say, tell me something smart. Then get up and leave. Wait, that's how you what about the sunset them. cruise? Oh, sunset cruises are pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so our uh, our test to see if your relationship is like just settling or not is like book uh, like a four day sunset cruise. Oh wow, that's a long sunset. Wait, yeah. wait that's not a sunset cruise. <laughs> that's a lot of sunsets. What? It's four four sunsets. And there's some sunrises too. A sunset that lasts just, four days. Just cruise. one then. Okay, just so, book like a three hour cruise. <laughs> but I feel like you really get it after four days. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so any trip too. Like you know how you make excuses. Like this girl is like, um, well, I don't know. Maybe that sunset was bad because I made it bad. But like by the fourth sunset, you're like, oh, it's not fucking me. Yeah. If by the if by the fourth sunset it's a booze cruise, you know where you're at. Thank you. It's a booze cruise with us. Was that what you well, trying no, to say? No, but it's a booze cruise. But that only just makes everything more fun. Right, right. I'm already having fun, and yeah. then the booze cruise, it's just like Nirvana. Right. You know what I mean? These people are like, give me the booze to survive. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's true. I also think you can break up with someone regardless if there's like. Uh, a big issue or not and I think a lot of people have a hard time with like oh but there's nothing like really wrong yeah. like you're just wrong for each other and that's like totally enough and I, I think you should I don't know you should know that the person you're with is like who you want to be with uh, I don't know not I don't want to say without a doubt like I think you can be like nervous but a kind of thing that like they're your best friend. Like you're excited yes. about it. They're your best friend. And you can picture spending 50 more years together and that doesn't make you go oh no oh no yeah, yeah but what if they're real nice <laughs> True. You know, but those people that you're talking about. about are the ones that end up being like that 10 year guy who it's like, oh, now it's been 10 years. I yeah. devoted 10 years of my life already. And then that's much harder to get out of. Or they like try to save things with a marriage or a baby or a property. They're, they're looking at property in this mm -hmm. question. Like you're it's going to make it harder to leave once you inevitably realize that you're bored and don't want to be in that relationship. Yeah, because you're waiting for that moment to click. And if it hasn't clicked already, it's not. Gonna There's a thing called click. sunk cost fallacy in investments that also I think applies to relationships where you think after many years it's gonna work out eventually, but it doesn't. And Is so you spend years and years. About, and years. Uh, uh, no, I'm not actually. I think it's <laughs> okay. gonna be great. Eh? Okay, cool, <laughs> good. I feel very yeah. solid about I feel that. Very secure about Bitcoin. All right, hope, uh, it hope. is a ride though. I will say, put on your helmet, kids. <laughs> it is a fucking Jesus. ride. <laughs> All right. All right, should I be open? Hey, Nikki and Steve and Megan, thanks for creating such an awesome podcast. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're all such genuine people, and I wish we could hang out in real life. Oh, thank you. Your podcast is something I look forward to every week. You all seem to give such insightful advice, so I figured I'd ask you guys a relationship question. I've been in a relationship with a man for over a year now. We love each other, and things are easy. Almost too easy. Mm. I know he loves me, but he doesn't seem to want to know more about me. I have a really fucked up past and he's told me he doesn't really want to know about it. I have nightmares <laughs> every night. This guy's tight. I have nightmares every Holy night, shit. but he doesn't ask about them. <laughs> this is part of me that I wish he would he knew about only so that he could at least understand my point of view. 
Recently, I started a new job and I found myself hanging out with a particular coworker fairly often. Ugh. The two of us clicked immediately. Mm-hmm. We are both stubborn and sassy, so the two of us together is like fire and gasoline. We always get up to some trouble and have a good time. He also struggles with similar things to me and was able to see inside me with little little to no effort. He seems to understand the darker parts of me and makes them better. I guess I'm torn. We have feelings for each other, but I still love my boyfriend. Should I approach my boyfriend about being open? I've never before thought I wanted an open relationship, but I'm starting to change my mind. Both of these people are good for me and I enjoy being with them both. What do I do? Oh, pick one, Confused, you greedy. Anonymous. <laughs> you greedy woman. <laughs> It's true. People have pros and cons. I mean, yeah, an open relationship could work. You know, that's a conversation you could have with your partner, but it sounds like you really like one of them more. Yeah, I mean, the whole, from what I know about open relationships is the whole intention of them is like bring you and your primary partner closer together. And yeah. this sounds like you have annoyances and things you don't like about your partner that you're like, oh, I'll just find it somewhere else. Um, and I don't have a, I, I don't have any personal experience with open relationships, but everything I've heard is kind of not doesn't fall into that line so right. much. It's not. Do they say that primary partner, secondary partner? From what partner? I've learned, which is literally only from like having people who've had open relationships on my podcast, and then friends who've had like failed ones, which I was like, yeah, that's not how you're. We're supposed to do it at all. <laughs> it's like we're in college. We'll just like fuck other people until Thanksgiving, and then I'm only gonna fuck you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean I think like. I don't know. I think like there's there's like valid it's valid that he might not necessarily want to pry. I think also if he had like a very like your your partner, if your boyfriend had like a really like happy non-traumatic childhood, he might not know how to go about like being like, "Hey, like would you like to tell me all of those deep dark things?" But um I think I would bro- I would broach that subject before Yeah. And I guess also take a look at like what you truly value. Like when you really like sit with yourself, like what do you value more in a relationship? Because for me, I get out the deep shit immediately, like in a relationship, because I value somebody that can really understand who I am as a person. And so even all that dark shit, because in my mind, it's like if they don't understand that, then I'm going to waste time like building a relationship. And like, but if they don't understand me by the time it comes out, like it's sounding like you're kind of going through that situation. Um, so he doesn't want to hear the dark shit. <laughs> I know he's also <laughs> fair. Maybe get a therapist. Sure, um, it's fair, and also if you're supposed to be there for them. If though. you're okay yeah. with your partner never knowing about your dark stuff, then it could work. But for me personally, like if my if Steve was like, I don't want to know, and I was like, wait, but I want to open up and like tell you about my dark shit. And he's like, like I just oh yeah, don't I know, know, but I'm in really good. It's mood. gonna bum me out, and I don't want to know about it. <laughs> uh, honey, I'm plugging in. Yeah, (laughs) I think that would be like kind of hurt over time. No, that's true. I mean, I I was thinking about it in the sense of like that he doesn't ask you, but if he's like directly being like what he said, like I don't want to hear it, that's a little more fucked up. But yeah, I guess give him a chance. Yeah, but if he really doesn't want to know, I don't know how you guys could eventually grow more together. Yeah, like what's his reasoning level for not wanting to know? Like if he's like, oh, I just don't know how to handle that. I've never like been through that. I don't know how to like deal with that conversation with you. And then you can be like, it's okay. I'll like, let me talk to you about what would make me feel better for you just like listen. But if he's like, no, it's just like a big fucking buzzkill. And then he's like, (laughs) oh yeah. Well, maybe her dreams have no plot, which I think is a valid thing. If her, Mm. some dreams are so fucking boring. Your nightmares don't have a plot. Same fucking thing every time. What's your nightmare? 
Me? Like, yeah, there's like a there. You had a gorilla one that okay. like a gorilla just like showed up every fucking <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's, there's a gorilla at my window. It's super. You could surmise <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's quickly. boring as hell. You're in and out. But guess what? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, poor baby. <laughs> there's no, a gorilla. No, no. I don't share my nightmare with you to go like, honey, I want to tell you about my nightmare. Yeah. You were asking me about nightmares I had as, as yeah, a kid. Yeah. You just like scream in your sleep. That's <laughs> so. <laughs> I have to ask. Okay. You just well, you you whimper in your sleep. Okay. Yeah. So do you. Sure. Went for quite a bit, actually. <laughs> okay, and I tell you, I say you blubbered even. And I tell you about my dreams, and then you hate hate it. No, I, I love your dreams. You're fine. <laughs> he loves my dreams. Do you have weird Just dreams? Yeah, I have really weird, like vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Like always super vivid. Always like a movie. Always can never tell that I'm dreaming. Oh yeah, okay. but also like I wish I could tell because then I could lucid dream. Yeah, but I can never lucid dream. It's just really, really, really vivid dreams that I think are real. Sometimes I'll wake up and I hear her going like. Mm. Oh yeah, those are the sad ones. Yeah, and so I'm like, you have Fuck. sad dreams. Oh. Yeah, wow, I've only ever heard of like fun and then scary. I've never thought about sad oh, dreams. Oh no, I have dreams where like people died, like oh, really that's... close friends like die. Fucked up. And then like what's more fucked up is like <laughs> here I go talking about my dreams. But I'll I'll dream that they died, and then I'm like weeping and mourning for them. And then the other people in the dream are like, "Can you stop already? That's fucking annoying." Or like, like they'll, this guy. Like they'll the be guy. annoyed at me for like Her crying about there. my friend yeah. dying. And then it makes me even more sad. I like I just start like crying about the lack of compassion in other human beings. Oh wow, so that's fucking do? deep. Yeah. You're next to your wife, husband. Uh huh. She's whimpering next to you, crying. Yeah. But also, she complains all the time about not getting enough sleep. You catch twenty two. You're fucked and you're fucked. You wake I, her up. She can't. No, you get don't back have to sleep. wake me up. I don't want you to wake me up. No, no. Okay. Well, yeah. But sometimes it's so hard to sit next to you and. Oh, that's just what. Hear you oh, I that. just. I mean, there's the empathy. My boyfriend will make lots of noises in his sleep, and he his like has Swedish heritage, which he doesn't speak any Swedish, but in his sleep he can say a few words that sound somewhat Scandinavian. So I'm like, maybe this is Swedish. If he's making any noise, whether it's like sad or whatever, I will just shove him enough that like he wakes up just a little, but then we'll like fall back asleep. Wow. Aw. Because I, A, I like emotionally, I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear that. And also like, <laughs> I'm fucking sleeping. I yeah. don't want to hear that. Ah, second one maybe yeah. perhaps more than the first. Yeah. I used to have a boyfriend in college who, this is really bad. He used to <laughs> snore. And I, I was like a ballsy fucking freshman too. Cause he was like a junior and he used to, I used to like <laughs> plug his nose and cover his mouth. Oh my and, God. <laughs> no, but, but then it would like, it, he would just like cough and then wake up and then I would just like roll over and be asleep. <laughs> You're like, I didn't and then he stopped snoring. It was so fucking loud though. Like it was like his roommates used to like stuff towels outside of his door. Cause it was so fucking loud. Dude, that's wow. this guy. I can Sometimes rumble. I wake up in the other room because I just like can't handle. I can Mm-mm. I can it. fucking bring it. You can't sleep on your back. That's what makes you snore more. I know, I know. That's true. That mm-hmm. and also I heard drinking or smoking or drinking dairy or oh, like yeah, dairy. any sort dairy, of dairy, dairy. Uh, before sure. bed yeah. or sugar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gotta stay the hell away from that. But anyway, person that sent this, anonymous person, um, I would say give your boyfriend a chance. And uh, But I, I would go with the chemistry. Like, yeah, that's I follow chem. Life's too but short. But I would break up before you go for it. Uh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Don't be so greedy out there. <laughs> you could suggest an open relationship, but yeah. I, mean, I I have no experience there either. So good luck. I'd murder the other person. Yeah. Like, oh, we should go on a break, and then when we come back, we'll answer more questions. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, Huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark, Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Hello. Hope wow. you missed us. That was fun. Um, how would you rank that break? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yes. Wow, that's a high oh score. It was yeah, a we really give good, good break. break. That was a really awesome break. Uh-huh. All right. Next question. Hi, Nikki, Steven, Megan. I first saw you guys on JK News. I didn't know oh you God, were Oh, my God. No, on. yeah, frequent all the time. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I fell in love with you guys. Oh, my God, thanks. I just wanted to say that I really enjoy your podcast and the advice you have given um, has really helped me understand relationships a lot more. So thank you. Specifically, when you guys said your relationship was hard for the first year or so, I thought mine is hard, too. But now that a year has passed, it's been one year and two months, it's gotten harder, and I really don't know what to do. So... I'm 18 years old and a freshman in college. I know I should break up with this person. However, this person is manic, depressed, and every time I've tried in the past, it gets bad. I've always thought that breaking up face-to-face or in person is the best option. However, with my current boyfriend, I don't think it is. I've tried breaking up with him five times in person since January 2019. Every time there's threats of hurting himself and once suicide. Another time, he tried to jump out of my car while it was moving, and every time he convinces me to stay. He's 19 but can't drive and he doesn't have a job so he relies on me heavily. He often says I'm all he has and to never leave him alone. I'm a very easy going person and oftentimes I let people walk all over me without even realizing it. I know it's a very bad trait to have and I recognize it but I just start to feel bad for him and I agree to stay together and I also don't want him to hurt himself. 
He is very committed to our relationship. He told me he loved me before we were even together. And he promised to be my husband within the first month of dating. Oh, my God. And I know this is probably because we are young and things are so intense at this time in our lives. This intensity has become too much for me. The good times are really good and the bad times are really bad. At this point, I feel trapped in control because since I've tried to break with, up with him so many times, he's become paranoid. So his grip on me has become tighter. I can't do things without telling him first. And I'm if I'm out with my friends, he asked me unironically if I was talking shit about him. There's a lot of reasons why I would like to end things, but I'd say the main one is that I just don't see myself with him for the rest of my life. Should I just break up with him over text or should I keep trying to do it in person? Any advice would be helpful. I like that you already know, like, I need to break up. You yes. just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I do it? Like, how do you do it? Um, Sunset Cruise. This guy seems <laughs> obsessed. Yes. Like, yeah. a, like it's a possessive. This is an, a, like an abuse. It's a form of abuse. Sure. It's like to be this possessive. Um, so I would like try to get him to see a counselor, like get him help, get him a therapist if he's not already seeing one. And then like Bail. break up with him. Don't answer his calls. Block his number if you have to. And uh, if he shows up at your house, which I feel like this is the type of person that would do that and like threaten to hurt themselves, I would, probably, I would file a restraining order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there you don't get to trade off one person's mental health for the other because this is detrimental to you now yeah. at this point. And like no matter, even if you like were to never don't no one should rank each other's mental health but if you were to rank like well i'm not doing as bad as he clearly is megan ranks megan's, your mental health oh, megan ranks your mental health yeah. not well bitch not wow. well nice that's a not a good score no no not at all <laughs> i just think that like uh, i had a friend who went through a similar thing in uh high school and the whole result was uh he had told like friends of being like i don't know what to do at this point and like he hadn't been upfront with us and being like hey i'm trying to break up with my girlfriend but like she's getting intense and like threatening to like hurt herself and all of that stuff and so he like opened up to us and so it was like i don't know what to do so we all got together and we're like okay you have to do it but like we're gonna talk to and like we were younger so we again we were in high school we were under 18 so we talked to our parents we were like hey fyi he talked to our parents about the whole thing because it was it gets to a point where like yeah you can't be there to handhold through that breakup and like if you're the only person who knows that your boyfriend's struggling through all of this it can feel like well shit if i break up with him then like i'm responsible and you're never responsible and so i'd say like you guys are 19 so i would talk to a counselor i would even say you could uh if you are in college together go to like your school counselor and you can like break up with him and with a counselor present oh wow and have that be a conversation and it also, I think, like, will prevent him from, if you do it in front of, like, someone, like, it's it'll prevent him, hopefully, from manipulating you, or even if he does still try to manipulate you, you have, like, a third party there to be like, hey, no, let's redirect this, um, and I think it'll be able to, like, hold him accountable for it, and then I think everything you said, like, yeah, block his number and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you don't have to be a dick, but just, like, you know, tell him all the reasons that you're not abandoning him, but you just don't think you could be that that person for him um but yeah that's such a good idea to do it in front of a counselor a high school counselor or a college counselor you can even find yeah if you're not in college you can find like a therapist and just have like one session to do that and then also if he is like threatening to like hurt himself or anyone else you can do a 5154 yeah if it's him and then for anyone else like definitely report it because then it's because you can't do anything about it. That's the thing. It's like you feel like at 19 or any age, you're like, oh, no, like I, I can handle like, it. Yeah, I can, yeah, you literally can't like no. people get PhDs for that shit. Yeah. 
It's tight. It's nuts. Fifty one fifty is when you call the cops and then they they help you figure out that situation, right? Yeah. So it's they. I think that it's like an involuntarily involuntary mental health hold mm-hmm. for someone who's like threatening to harm themselves. I don't know if fifty one fifty is harming others. I would assume all. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not clear I'm, on that yeah. either. Um, that's a good question. I do know that it's like for self harm for sure. Yeah, and they have to like keep you and monitor you and like go through all of those steps as opposed to like checking yourself into like a facility. Like, I don't want to say facility. I feel like that's not a nice. Sounds like American Horror Story word. True. Temporary. Uh, it's the law code for temporary involuntary psychiatric commitment of uh, individuals who present a danger to themselves or others due to signs of mental illness. It has been more generally applied to people who are considered threateningly unstable or crazy. I don't like that word crazy. but. But also if you guys are 19, he might have like a bunch of mental health stuff that's like undiagnosed or just coming up now. Yeah, And that could also be like, even if you do a counselor or anyone, it could be really helpful to find out like, oh, there's other things going on that you can be medicated for and you might not feel this way. Totally. Plus, there's also people who use this stuff as weapons, which it sounds like he's doing that to her. Where he's, yeah. like, you know, he's he knows that this works on her, so he's like, <laughs> yeah. every time it comes up, he's like, well, I'll do this, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's like, we'll just kill myself. Then. Back to one, yeah. then back yeah. to one every time. Mm. Yeah, good luck with that. But I'm glad that you know that this is definitely not okay behavior, and you do need to break up. Get out. Um, all right, next question. Hey guys, great podcast. Thank you. You guys are relationship goals. Oh my gosh, thank you so thank much. You. I'm in my 30s and trying to find the one if it exists. I'll be honest, I have a physical disability and use a wheelchair. When I was younger, I did not think this could be a deal breaker for relationships. I know plenty of interabled couples exist where one member is disabled and the other one abled, but in my experience, relationships have been unrequited. Oftentimes, I've thought that I should work out like an athlete to increase my physical attractiveness to compensate for my physical disability. But I know this line of thinking is damaging and ableist, even if it may increase my dating odds. Do you guys know anyone who has experienced dating in an interabled relationship? How did they feel? As a hypothetical question or as a hypothetical discussion point, do you guys think uh, you would have dated each other if one of you was in a wheelchair with a permanent disability when you met each other? Thanks. Please keep this anonymous if you can. Huh. That's a really good question. Uh, or a couple of questions. Um, so I don't. Okay. Go ahead. Well, that's a tough one to answer, right? Because when you're first meeting somebody, you're getting to know them. Yeah, it, it would be personality-based for sure. And then the level of attractiveness. I don't mm-hmm. think it's damaging and ableist to work out. Um, to better yourself. Yeah, to, if you want to yeah. better yourself and you feel better about yourself, I don't think you should work out if it's like you're hurting and stressing yourself out to do it just to you know look a certain way. But I think everybody like goes through periods of like, wanting to look better yeah if you're wanting to look better for yourself yeah I think that's for yourself exactly the key to it and and that can boost confidence and then that confidence is very attractive that could always like boost your dating game yeah. um but yeah i i that i've never like i guess i haven't really um ever hung out with somebody that i started to develop feelings for that was like in a wheelchair but it's also like I didn't really talk to many people like the people that I've dated. They were all in like a group of friends, like through work or something. It wasn't like I went out to go meet uh, people. But I think Steve was like exactly how he is now. And I met him the way that I met him. He just happened to be in a wheelchair. I don't see why I wouldn't have feelings. Yeah, it's it's tough, right? Because when you're first meeting somebody, you're getting to know them. And you you try to I don't know you try to put your best foot forward your best side of yourself forward, mm-hmm. so but that gets different if you know you have to because there's a YouTube channel that I watched called Squirmy and Grubs where the where the gal was it Squirmy and Grubs Squirmy the gal Grubs. she like. 
does everything for the guy. Like she like uh, takes him to the bathroom, all that stuff. And she's done that since like day one because they met online and had like a they kind of like developed feelings for each other that way. So like that is just a whole different. And I'm not saying that he would he's even suggesting anything like that. But that's just a whole different layer that you don't think about when you're when you're dating somebody. Right. True. I guess yeah, meeting online is and developing feelings that way first. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're more likely to be like, oh yeah, I would take care of you no matter what. Like I don't really know. Uh, what your personal disability is but in that YouTube channel like this girl does everything like goes in the bathroom with him does yeah she's like his caretaker everything yeah. yeah yeah um and yeah I've, I've known and they seem very happy because I'm watching on on the tubes and uh so they got to be extremely mm-hmm. as happy as that as the, the videos are yeah well, all Always. couples that vlog together 100%. Are extremely yeah. happy mm-hmm. flawless mm-hmm. yeah never fight so happy <laughs> all the time all the time I also think like you're saying like I I have never, I've only, now that I'm thinking about it, realize like only ever dated people who were a- a- able, able people. But I think for me, like I've never, I think there's two kinds of ways people go into dating. Either you're the kind of person who like goes on a date and you'll like know it's like the, it, like it's immediate like chemistry and attraction. And then from there, like the friendship grows. Like I cannot like someone if I am not friends with them first. Right. So I think like in that situation, like I totally would date an- anyone just because like I'm going to be your friend first and then I will be attracted to you after. Totally. And I learned recently that I'm something called sapiosexual. Sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I, it's like, I don't have a physical type. Like I don't see someone and go, oh my God, I'm so attracted to them. I can recognize mm-hmm. that people are good luck- good looking. Like if I saw... A model like I'd be like oh that person's attractive but I'm not attracted to them where unless they say something intellectually stimulating or we have a deep conversation or they make me laugh or like they you know they stimulate me in some way mentally is the way that I become physically attracted to somebody Mm. so um yeah I I would think that I would I'd still be with you if you were if you were disabled or anything like that yeah Um, as long as your sense of humor wasn't disabled that's the thing man I've, that's so high for me that yeah. sense of humor personality level of sarcasm all those things if you got that and you're in a chair i don't i'm cool yeah well good luck um yeah. i think also just finding like like-minded people like things you know common ground hobbies like we were yeah. saying before like that'll always help because you yeah. have something to talk about okay this one is unhappy at work Please keep anonymous. Thanks. Okay. First of all, I love you guys and the podcast. Thank you. So long story short, I'm feeling quite unhappy at work because I feel pretty disrespected. The long story. I'm a female engineer in a male dominated tech industry. I work with a male coworker closely as a pair and we were good until I started noticing that whenever my manager and other coworkers talked to both of us, they would almost always only make eye contact with him for the majority of the conversation meant for the both of us. He is older than me and has been there for a couple years uh, longer than me, but we work on the same things and our level of understanding for our work is almost even. Sometimes I know more than he does. Another thing that bothers me is when I talk about a subject which she doesn't even know, he repeats what I said right after. Or if I try to explain something, he'll always try to take over and explain it, leaving me, leaving me with nothing to say. My manager noticed I seemed to be more distant from him a couple months ago, and he didn't say it directly, but low-key implied that I was jealous or at least not happy for my coworker. My coworker seems to be my manager's favorite, too, and any questions would always be directed 
directly toward my coworker first. I've been feeling super discouraged since I'm not respected. I work hard, but I don't go around advertising it. I feel like this puts me at a disadvantage when it comes to salary raises with my manager. I've noticed I started distancing myself from my coworker and my manager. I also had to catch myself a few times from frowning in sadness or breaking down crying. I honestly feel so tired of it. Should I just not care anymore? Thanks for listening. Wow. Damn. That's sad. Um, I feel I have felt the same way before in um, situations. I don't know if it's because I've always been in like a male dominated field. Like I was doing a lot of stand up comedy and like a lot of comedy stuff is a lot of guys. Um, but uh, I, I've felt that way before, like in pitches, like when like I feel like I've pitched an idea and it got rejected and then someone else pitched the exact same idea. But they were a guy and I don't know if it was because they were a guy maybe they just pitched it better I don't know but it started weighing on me over time like where that happened a few times where I'm like do I just am I not being respected because I'm not a guy or is it that I'm, I need to work on my pitches and I would like work on that and I don't know I've, I feel your frustration mm-hmm. um, in this specific situation where like you have to work you have to work with him and you have to work under your manager um, I think a conversation might help yeah, I mean, my instinct is to torch his car. Like, I fucking hate <laughs> this shit. Like, this stuff gets me so heated. And I am, like, so lucky that I've never, re- like, really been in this situation that much. Um, also, because I think I would, like, lose my head. Like, I would, f- like, just fucking go off. Um, and I think, like, it sucks that there's still these, like, really intensely like, male-dominated workplaces. And even though, like, things are starting to change, like, it's not everywhere. And, like, in smaller places, it doesn't happen that quickly. My, I would definitely have a conversation. I would have a conversation uh, if you have HR, like, a female HR there, just to talk about, hey, how should I go about this conversation? Oh, like, yeah, call. I just want to know how to go about this because, like, I'm doubting my own abilities and all of that kind of stuff. And then maybe even ask, I mean, I say this as someone who's never had a real job, so, like, who knows? But mm-hmm. I, maybe if you even ask your manager for, like, hey how am I doing like progress kind of report wise and if he's like no everything's great or if he's saying something that you know you're like that's bullshit like I totally do that like I'm doing all of these things and you feel like you're getting critiqued like heavily on things that's not right I would then bring that up and then I think also I personally find it really like supportive and empowering and great to work with at least one woman and maybe if you're like looking for another job like not like an additional job but like maybe like search for some places where there are like female and engin- i have a friend who's like she's a a female like video game coder and there's mm-hmm. like none and so she made admission she's like no no, i'm hiring only women like that's the only fucking thing i'm gonna do and it's, it took her like six months to get like five women to do this but it was so cool to see that like she like really went out there looking for other women because like it is typically male dominated and if you can find uh, I don't know. For me, I would. I I think you're a lot stronger than I am in that sense because like I would not be able to handle that. Um, but I think like if you can find a support system at work, I think that also might help you feel a little bit less isolated. So if there is like one other woman, even if it's like HR or something like that, totally, dude. And because she hired like you said six other female coders. Now, if you're a male coder, you get hired. That's a pretty sick office situation. <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> Lots of tampons in bathrooms. Oh, well, I, I wasn't thinking of that. I wasn't thinking of that. Okay, I'll, I'll refrain. Um, yeah, uh, especially that uh, the like the no lo- direct shit. no like well that pisses me off. Mm. A lot of this pisses me mm. off, and I feel like I've been That's in this one situation. For big long. Triggers. But like a tr- another trigger is like when we'll go to an event and they only talk to you. 
Like, oh, right. that's happened before too, where like we're both in the same field, we're both here for the same thing, but they'll like talk to you right. only. Same thing happens to you. It just depends on if they know who they know from yeah. YouTube or not. But but I know. No, you're I'm talking, talking about, about like colleagues? the neutral. No, I'm talking about like not colleagues. Like I'm talking about like. Um, like, like agency, like, oh, like right. those types okay. of people, like they're the type of people that are like, hey, like I'm going to get you to work on my project or whatever. Right. True. Yeah. yeah. It's like going to a car deal. I went to a car dealership with my boyfriend and the guy immediately started talking to my boyfriend. He's like, no, it's not. No, it's her. She's getting a car. It's her. And they're like, oh, well, I just thought. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm not saying shit. Like, I'm not saying shit. You go ahead. And <laughs> yeah. like that kind of stuff. It's it just it just happens. And it like it sucks. But I think like. You have to, I don't know, you have to say something to get it to change because also like, also, I mean, this is like a controversial way to go about it, but like no one wants those claims out there of being like, oh, right. this is a weird, pretty sexist like workplace. That's actually how I kind of like give benefit of the doubt too, where I'm like, maybe they're intimidated by me. <laughs> like, oh my God, the amount of times I've gone out there, like, no, no, people, they're just intimidated by you. I'm like, no, they're not. Right? Sure. <laughs> It's like maybe it's because I'm a bitch, but fine. Yeah, and I love it when they're like when they talk to just you, but they're they're saying you guys like they're like if you guys want to come over, but they're only looking at you. Right. That's another. It's that's a fun one. Fun. I love those things. Those are so fun. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, I think all that is great advice, and especially if there's a woman in HR, and even if it's a guy in HR, um, like just even asking how do I approach this is a is a great thing because. Um, I, you said that you a couple times had to stop from frowning in sadness or breaking down crying. I feel like that's something that gets used against us too. Like if you get emotional, then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, see, that's why we don't respect you because you're emotional. So no, I'm crying because you disrespected me. It's, it's a cycle. Yeah, and yeah. boys can cry too. It's just toxic masculinity makes them think that they can't. So then yeah. they play football and then they cry inside their helmets. That's true. Or they they cry on the cart while they're getting <laughs> taken off. Have so. you ever seen Eli Manning pout? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Um, so, yeah, like Eli Manning pouts when he like loses. Well, he's not playing anymore, but. Well, he especially pouts now because he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, on the yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can see him pout a lot. Um, all right. This I don't know if this one is a, a relationship or not, but let's just check it out. So this is Should They Don't Tell You Submission is the title. Hey, guys, I've wanted to submit a question, and I guess the time has come when I need some sticky wisdom. What's our ship named together? We're sticky. You're sticky? Sticking them. Sticking them. Sticking them. Oh, sh- I'm bad at it. <laughs> Me sticky. Me sticky. Oh, Me wow. sticky. Oh, yeah. wow. Me sticky. All right. That's Get disgusting. Some Me sticky wisdom. It was my birthday yesterday, and my boyfriend and all my, my friends forgot. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you know when Aww. they submitted this? This was 12 hours ago. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! So well, You're by the time s- this comes out, it'll be but they're like a Scorpio, a and they for oh, <gasps> someone's gonna get Ooh. house is gonna get caught Ooh, on fire for this shit. Really? Like, yeah, it's, on? it's fucking on. That's oh, so shit. true. And Scorpio is like, we don't want to make a big fuss about it. Are you Scorpio? Yeah, Scorpio. November second. Oh my god! And I like you. I usually fucking hate Scorpio. Oh, thank really? you. Do you I, I, is it a male female thing? Like, do you like male Scorpios? I don't but hate know female? any male Scorpios, mm. but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I yeah, female Scorpio. Well, I'm a Leo. And oh my god. That's so weird. I hate Leos. Yeah, that, but no, we hate each other. That's I, the thing. I like really? girl Leos. Okay. I found oh, out like oh, a lot yeah. of, I've, I've made friends with quite a few girl Leos and I have no problem. The guy Leos, sorry guy Leos listening, but you fucking pissed me off because I can't give you a lot of praise. I like just yeah. can't. Yeah. They well, always because they're mean. like men. And well, like, how about any praise at all? That's true. What's your sign? That's why I'm with a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Oh my God. That's If I could choose any other sign, I would be a Virgo. I mean, Leos, my favorite, but I would be a Virgo. 
I would love to be organized. Oh God, no. and like have my. What's your boyfriend? He's a Capricorn. Okay, so yeah, so it's like a time of like him just being like he literally. And we looked at I did his birth chart and like deep dived his birth chart. He's like. He has like a, I think it's called like a stellum or a stellium or something in Capricorn, which means like five of his things are just all Capricorn. Wow. His entire chart is just in like one corner. Oh my and God. I was like, oh yeah, you're like overwhelmed all the time. He's like, oh, constantly. <laughs> why am I not a billionaire? I was like, cause you're 29. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why. But yeah, yeah, you guys are both like leadery signs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're like super bossy and stubborn and we're like, yeah, we're like so different except exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It's just that she wants to do it the bad way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Scorpio, you for oh oof. Yeah. Um so yeah, like for me personally, if someone forgot my birthday, it's like an internalized like I don't care. Like I don't care. Like I don't care, but like I will never forget you. <laughs> Whereas I don't care. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's well I have to care about you first. Like if you are just a random person and uh, or like a colleague or whatever, like and you didn't know it was my birthday. I don't care. But if you're like my boyfriend, your boyfriend forgot. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. One time, uh, Steve remembered my birthday, but he didn't send me a tweet. <laughs> this was literally. I like did. I waited a week, and then I was like, "Wait, kind of bummed me out that like you used to tweet your ex on her birthday, and then you didn't tweet me on my birthday." Were you together on your birthday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I I would I was like I would do the same thing. Yeah. It's like my boyfriend didn't post like an Instagram for him. I was like, you posted for your mom's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it was more like a comparison thing. Is less yes. about that like you forgot or whatever. Yeah. I don't think you care because you you got like you got me flowers and stuff. But it was just the it was like that you did it for her, mm-hmm. but you didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. That made me like. Oh, I yep. learned. Yeah. <laughs> the note was taken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, we haven't even gotten to the question yet. <laughs> well, so, we forgot about her. <laughs> it was my birthday yesterday, and my boyfriend and all my friends forgot. I had a really bad history with birthdays, so I never expect presents or anything big. Growing up, my parents ignored my birthday, and I never really had friends, so I never really celebrated it. This year, <laughs> this year, Harry Potter, dude. I was also pretty normal about it, but I'm in a relationship with a guy long distance who I really love, and I told him I really don't want a present or anything because he's usually very good to me, and I feel like he does enough. I just only expected a birthday wish, but the fact that everyone but my parents forgot really hurts me. It's not the birthday thing in its essence. I just feel like no one cares about me, even my boyfriend. Like, I know he cares, but I just feel like forgetting my birthday shows a real lack of effort to remember it. And by extension, this thing really messed me up because it's just that I suffer from low self-esteem, especially socially, like no one really likes me. And I don't know, it hit me really hard when I got no wishes. I feel so dumb for being really sad about this. I just feel like it's really hard to love myself when everything and everyone around me suggests that I shouldn't be loved and I am not. Um, Today, two friends wished me belatedly and both put in along with the message, sorry, I'm such a shit friend. I don't know why, but it made me kind of angry. It's like, if you know, why are you like that? Adding in, I'm just a shit friend, is not an excuse. I've always told myself to not hold expectations to people, and I think this really solidified things for me. I realized this birthday that I can't help holding expectations when I get involved with people, and it just hurts too much to be disappointed, which makes me half sad to resort to this. Do you guys have any advice on how to move on from this and situate my human relationships from now on? I don't want to be sad over the whims of other people anymore. By the way, keep, keep me anonymous. Uh, you, you're taking it a little serious. Yeah, I think there should be a balance, you know? Like, if you're freaking out over every little thing, like... Like, I'm a shit friend. I'm so sorry. And then you're like, you should be accountable. That's not an excuse. That, that, oh, that's that's that an one. excuse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're taking it pretty seriously now because they, they, they did reach out and say happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. So the balance is like that... 
uh, that should be accepted as like a birthday wish. Like I think that yeah. no, I don't, I don't. I don't think you should go extremes. Like it shouldn't be like it's either all or nothing. Either mm-hmm. you remember my birthday, you love me, be or accountable. You, like, don't you need to be birthday. accountable. Yeah, you forgot my birthday. Like, ah, oh, dude, listen to yourself yeah. a little bit. Yeah. People are busy. I know, and. This is kind of passive aggressive, and I know some people like this, where it's like they care about something, but they don't want to show they care about something. But then they get mad if people don't care about it, right. and it's like you can't you can't expect people to care if you act like you don't care. Like I'm so chill, I'm so cool about yeah. it, but then you freak out. And if you say that you do, if you like have a precursor to like all of your friends and your boyfriend, like I really don't like my birthday, I really don't want anything, like this isn't a thing that you're into. They could have misconstrued that as like, oh, I'm not. She doesn't like her birthday. Yeah, I she and like you can say like, oh, like I'm like pretty low key about my birthday, but like I, I don't know. My boyfriend's not super into. His, he says he's not super into his birthday. I'm like, you fucking like your birthday, <laughs> you liar. He just likes whatever I plan. But then I found really early on, I'm like, oh, no one as a Leo, no one's gonna care about my birthday as much as me. Yeah, no one. That's so like true. I plan my own birthday. Leos have birthday months. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, oh, I, go ham. Yeah, I was like, there's no way anyone could ever forget my birthday because literally on my, I have other friends whose birthdays are like in like July or like yeah like J- J- July and they're like oh yeah and like my birthday say I'm like I know happy birthday mine soon too and like I just make <laughs> it amazing. about me yeah like no matter what I had a friend we were, all went and hung out for our, one of our friend's birthday and we saw this other friend and she was like oh what's new with you I was like oh it's almost my birthday and I was like oh it's, <laughs> it is Casey's birthday today though which is why we're here happy birthday Casey so sorry like I just steal that it's amazing but I think like if you're if if that for me like I also own now that birthdays are important to me and that's my responsibility like it's not anyone else's responsibility because like it's you know what I mean like it's just it's weird to put that on someone else but if you don't like your birthday this sounds harsh whatever but if you don't like your birthday and you've had like bad uh experiences with your birthday and anything like that nobody else is going to be able to change your feelings about your birthday except you I didn't love my birthday that much as a kid at all and then that's finally I was like yeah fuck this I'm not putting in the hands of someone else I'm going to do it myself and then I'm going to like it but if you give someone else this power to be like oh I don't care I don't care and then you want them to kind of like surprise and dazzle you even if it's not like a present it's just even if it's just like a happy birthday wish I think you have to ask people for what you want like before you can get upset with them for not doing that because I think you could have been sending some mixed signals and personally I probably would have I would have still wished you a happy birthday like as if I was your friend I would have done that but I could see how someone else would have been like oh they don't like their birthday I'm gonna associate with like my other friend who hates their birthday and we just don't address it and I think that could be like I don't think it was like malicious totally Uh, how how soon before your birthday are you at somebody else's birthday being like well it's almost my birthday too mm, be honest don't lie (laughs) not my lie (laughs) I'll own it I'll own it um I'm trying to think of my friend who has like the earliest birthday Okay, definitely pre-July. Really? 100%. Your, your birthday's You're like, August. summer has Fourth. started, oh, therefore oh, yeah. my birthday's in summer. Yeah. I'm so trying to think. I mean, I will plan my birthday a solid f- five months before my birthday. Oh, wow. Four or five. That's why I high-key like being friends with girl Leos, Dude. because they throw the best parties. Oh, my God. All my fr- None of my friends fucking complain. They're like, oh, yeah, what are we doing this year? <laughs> yeah. I mean, their birthday. I'm like, yeah, we're having dinner for my birthday, but what are we doing for yours? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, is Gina a girl yes. Leo? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I know you yes. know. I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. They're like extra, but like it's for everyone too. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's like no, no one wants to be extra alone. Every, and oh yeah. It's yeah. like every weekend. She's like, Well, like now it's it's still my birthday month. So mm-hmm. like what are we doing this weekend? Yeah. That, that's literally me. So probably like uh probably My cousin Caitlin is a Leo April. too. Got it. Yeah. Oh, said, it's man. impressive Jesus. that you have a lot because mm-hmm. it can be tough. It's a lot. You yeah. really are just a type, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. All you mm-hmm. girl Leos. We really There's are. a lot of people that you know 
horoscopes are whatever. They can be very generalized. But like I found, yeah, I found with girl Leos, they have that thing consistent, and I like it. I uh, with boy Leos, the thing that's consistent is that they need a lot of compliments and praise, and they always want to make it about them. And Mm -hmm. I am not about that. See how come it's like that? Okay, so I was born, you know, a couple days. I guess after what would have been a Leo cutoff, because uh-huh. I'm Virgo. Yeah, maybe How that's c- why you get kind of sad that I don't. Well, do you have you done your birth no, chart? No. What is it? Have you done your whole birth chart? No, no. I, no, no. I, I, He's a Libra rising. Okay. Okay. I don't know what is it. Wow. I don't it's know. A lot of Venus, like though. perfection in your chart. Yes. Yeah, well, but only in he's certain. He's very messy ways. though. Oh like, really? Like oh, not a typical Virgo. He's very hygienic. Like his like okay. body. Like he's always clean, mm-hmm. but his environment always messy. Like always dirty. I'm like, how are you even a Virgo? What's your moon? Do you know his moon? Uh, no, so I'm just asking you because you clearly I don't. don't know. I forgot. I What's looked your, it up. Do you once. know your rising and moon? Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, wow. I'm a Scorpio, Sun and Moon, and then I'm a Gemini rising, which I holy shit hate, which makes sense because like Gemini. Holy shit, a warning to me. Uh huh. That's yeah. no, but it's just like that's that intense. I mean, but also like that. I would get Gemini's and Leos really get along, which I think makes more sense because Scorpios oh, okay. and Leos really don't get along usually. Yeah, just because like we're so similar, get slightly different. Yeah, because you're like the extroverted version of yeah. our introverted yeah. self. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, oh, I see you, but like I don't like you. Like we're the same, <laughs> but like I'm better. But like you're the, like it's just like they're it's so similar, just like slight different yeah, ways. Yeah, I get of how they everything. couldn't. I get how they couldn't get along, but I also have had really good yeah. experiences. I with either female love Leo. female Scorpios or I fucking hate them. Well, there's also like. Um, they, I guess like they call me they call a certain um, quadrant of like the Scorpio sector like the sunny Scorpios huh. and I because I've met some dark ass Scorpios oh, yeah. where I'm like I wouldn't get along yeah, with them all the them. memes about like being witches and oh, shit yeah. and being- <laughs> like I never understood those stereotypes because I was like I'm not that like mm-hmm. like dark like I, I'm dark on my own time yeah but like other people I want everyone to feel comfortable yeah. around me like all the time I'm never like trying to make someone have an uncomfortable time um, which one. I feel like a lot of Scorpios are like we don't give a fuck how you feel yeah. <laughs> we're like, gonna, I'm gonna be burn your house down. Here. yeah yeah if you're around other humans I would say that that's the case for sure yeah yeah, yeah. I'm moody you're at very, home yeah you're moody at home but then when you're around people you try to make them all feel good totally yeah, yeah. what am I what's my warning uh, can you give me no, can you you're rank just, my that's, danger you're just a lot yeah. Which, like, it, there's nothing bad about that at all. But, like, I think it also makes sense because, like, Libra is all about, like, balance. And uh, Libra, is Libra an Earth sign or an air sign? I think it's Earth. Earth? Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. So, and, that and Virgo is. Is Earth. Yeah. Too, I would so. say. So, yeah, that would make you, grounded. like, really grounded and you just, like, all over the place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, everyone says that that can be, like, challenging. But I personally like that. Yeah, I don't I think need it's someone who's going to, like, keep me up because then I'll crash and die. Yeah. Like I need someone who's like, come on, come on, okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I feel like, so I've dated an Aries before and I feel like Scorpio and Aries, like they're fire and Scorpio is water. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we're similar, but different where they're like, are, is Leo fire? Yeah. 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 So it's like, we like the whole like up and down mm-hmm. thing together. So the highs are really high, but then the lows are really low because it's like, I'll uh, put out, your fire yep. and you'll evaporate my water like I, I feel really drained after mm-hmm. um, so that's why we could never get along in, in a relationship but whereas Virgo is like grounded you're watering earth right yeah. you're water sign and you're like a rock and so I could crash against it mm-hmm. constantly like, constantly yeah. sometimes it's fun Exactly. But All the, I'd say it's always well, pretty fun. Well, when you fun. make it, it's fun. But then most of the time, I'll... <laughs> You're like, stop uh, crashing into me close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That would be yeah. nice. That would be very I helpful. think you like it. 
I, I think like you're you. a sick man. No, that's the thing is I like you, so it's easy because yeah. I like you. But if if I wouldn't seek it out, sometimes I melt into a puddle on my own, and then you come in and you try to make me stop melting as a puddle. I'm like, you didn't have to come in. You <laughs> like it. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we like to end the show with a thing we call our final thoughts. Oh yes. Would you like to get? Would you like to rank a final thought? Uh, oh my god! I mean, my final thought uh, is this. I don't want to do it wrong. Am I going to do it wrong? A final no. thought? No. Great. There is no wrong. Oh, just don't do it long. Okay. We've heard some long really is wrong. terrible ones. Really? Though. What was yeah. the most terrible one you've heard? Yeah, we should rank the. <laughs> we should. Well, we'll do a top list. <gasps> yeah. I like. I love lists. <laughs> um, me too. I thought Buzzfeed, all of the listicles, all of that shit. I'm, I love ranking it everything. Gets me wow, I can't maybe do it. this is a part of my new my brand yeah. that I've never known. This whole time, I like ranking shit. New I mean, format. It's yeah. right there. It was right there. All <laughs> I've been ranking bad Christmas movies on my phone for the last couple of weeks to like decide which one is the best bad movie. And you don't say oh, Megan yes. ranks these bad movies. No, but now I fucking have, you have to. to. I can't believe. Really, yeah, I'm glad I haven't posted it. I'm yet. outraged. You don't do this. I'll give you credit. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> my final thoughts on this. Uh, fantastic, great, wonderful. I love giving people advice. Um. And and this was like a wonderful time. And you guys are very cute. Like everyone was talking about how cute you are. Oh, thank you. And we are really like, cute. You're really yeah. cute. And I've like heard you talk about him. But like now I got to see you talk about her. Oh, right. It's cute. All oh, right. of the sex stuff. I don't even know what I said oh, about yeah, by you. The way. But it was all true. What did we talk about? What did you say? <laughs> I don't know. Probably oh. about your dick or oh, something. Yeah. I don't know. Typical old hat shit. Yeah. It's, that's hack now on shit they don't tell you. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Final thought is uh, I don't know a lot of this uh, astrology stuff. Everyone <laughs> loves the shit all over it. But I gotta say, pretty fucking accurate. Like when right? you, when I just said, here's the thing that could have blown the whole game apart, right? If I had just said, "What about our friend Gina? Is she a Leo?" and, and I you said, said no, no <laughs> I would say this is all complete fucking bullshit. I'd be like, "There is the sign right there that it's complete horseshit." Instead, I, made a I am a believer now. <laughs> I do think Leos have that effect though because like yeah. they're so like it's so Stark. obvious so yes. specific that you're like there's no way that you could like I don't know a single Leo who's like no I don't believe in astrology. Oh, you know what though? Here's something that'll throw it all off. Please. My cousin Robin is also a Leo. What? What? Yeah, right? You have to find the rest of the chart though because that's how oh, it true. always like I f think it makes so much more sense. The rising sign is the outward. Maybe yeah. they faked her birth certificate. Right? That's, that's what I think so too. That's so opposite to me. she's like so introverted. She's so chill. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Robin. Maybe she does like Robin her birthday, listens. and this entire time she's been really bumming that nobody ever <laughs> oh, reaches no. out. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My final thought is um, say what you want. You know, in a lot of these situations, I feel like you can um, have a conversation, and that's not a bad thing. And as long as you don't come, like, as long as you work out the emotional aspect of it first, where you are like, okay, um, I've like rinsed it all out and now logically I just want to bring up these points and like let people know that this is something I'm not okay with I think you could do that because a lot of the the relationship questions with the boyfriend and you know not knowing and the thing at work you know a lot of these are just have a conversation I feel like it would help a lot of people understand each other and that is my final thought and also go check out Megan's podcast yes Ooh. don't play me it's a good time and you got any like you got any other projects you want to plug I have a book that's coming out eventually. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it's May or March, one of the months that start with M. Nice. Mm -hmm, 2020. It's like the last month before she starts celebrating her birthday. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. Be yeah. No, I'll be celebrating because <laughs> okay. I'll celebrate the book and then I'll just <laughs> oh, yeah, go yeah. right into the fucking birthday. Nice. I'll be like, everybody has to show up to my book signings with crowns. Yeah. I used to wear, also, if it makes a, a bigger Leo thing, I used to wear a tiara to school every single day. That is big. Oh, every day? I was going to say every birthday. I was like, oh, no, 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 no,
every fucking every day. day until okay. my principal called my parents into the <laughs> office and they're like hey all of the, it's like me and then the girls who like got boobs early and it's like they're distracting the boys with and then and Megan and her tr and I was like oh, okay for sure so I was not to wear it anymore trust me now that she said my friend Gina is a Leo you said I wore a tiara every day I don't even blink do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because there's a character on it named Gina, who's also like very much a Leo. Got it. Uh, would have all, it all would have clicked. There, there's your Gina reference Damn, out there. Gina. All right. Um, well, yeah, check all that out. And then- uh, What's your book called, by the way? It's called You're Not Special. Nice. Very nice. Oh, I love love that. that. I believe Thanks. that as well. Yes. Yeah. My first editors really tried to make it like cute and cheeky and not mean. And I was like, not my brand. <laughs> yeah. Kind hot, of a bitch. What's your hot take on Mr. Rogers then? What, what, Very oh, quickly, no, he, a gem of, of a human. No, I think he convinced a lot of people they're special, and that's and that was wrong. That they were too. Um, I mean, I watched Mr. Rogers, and I don't think I'm special. Same. Good job. Yeah. You survived, Mr. Wait, Rogers. That's what of... I call it. <laughs> that's the second documentary <laughs> yeah. surviving Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh gosh. Is it uh, a form of feeling special if you're like I'm more sad than everybody? Because I feel like that's yeah. the kind of special. That of I know. Well, actually, I might have yeah, that. Did yeah. it. I'm more sad. <laughs> I won. I'm the I'm saddest. Most sad. Yeah, you did it, baby. Is that your superlative oh, in high cool. school? Uh, well, most sad. <laughs> I didn't win a superlative because I was just busy being sad. Most likely to not be happy, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I was actually in junior high most likely to be famous. <laughs> That's so nice. I was pissed the fucking bitch who won that at my school because it wasn't me. Oh, yeah. I was mad. And you know what she's doing? Nothing. <laughs> there are, Do you check? Okay. Well, oh, all the time. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. in like a tw- like a 48 hours later, like she played like the Vic, you know what I mean? Where they do that oh, and they God. don't show yeah. their face. And oh, wow. that was her, I'm an actor. And I was like, you're like, did, you run, did you go out all the Best Buys and turn off all the TVs so it wouldn't give her <laughs> No, I didn't see that. I couldn't okay. even find it. I see. I wanted to find it. You know who went to my high school, though, at the same time as me? Oh, no. Katy Perry. Oh, so shut it's the like, fuck up. It doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> wait, so did she, oh, wait, did she, she win? She didn't win that. No. Uh, wow, I wonder who won that. I know. Right. I don't know who won it in high school. I got the junior high one. Whoever but... won that could get like a little hit on Entertainment Tonight, though. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Our talent shows were lit, though. So like, or, or not our talent shows, but later she went back and performed at the at our high school uh, after she got all famous. And then also uh, one of our math te- one of our math teachers was married to Jack Johnson when he was like in his prime. Banana pancakes. So he yes. Okay. And he performed at our talent show when I was going to school. Holy so shit. our talent shows were Liddy. Where'd you yeah. grow up? Santa Barbara. Wasn't she like also like crazy religious too? Yeah, I was Christian. Did you go? To, oh, okay. No, I. You didn't go to what, that the, one of those schools. No, one of those uh, schools. An atheist. Uh, she dropped out before her senior year, I think. Apparently, she had a mega crush on this guy who was at the school. Shane Lopes. And so when Shane Lopes? when she yeah. came back to perform, she saw him in the crowd and she's like, "Hey, Shane, you could have had this shit." And he's like, "I'm happily married." No, she said that in the documentary. <laughs> oh, sorry. Shut okay. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> you could go oh my watch god. The documentary. And he's What's... like happily married. His wife is like extremely hot. Yeah. His yeah. Wife's like, a piece like it's like I think yeah, wow. made it okay. holy shit yeah, that's really funny that's so interesting yeah. right Tupac went to the high school near my me oh shit for me it was everyone's every teacher was like I taught Tupac and I was like <laughs> okay in math cool you didn't have any you effect really on his it. music at all I went to the same school as Tom from Blink 182 and apparently I sat in the same chair during <laughs> math and then I asked to move because I hated Blink 182 oh you're such a you're so edgy well no Blink 182 <laughs> You no, guys hated Blink-182. Yeah, I didn't like Blink-182. So what but, are we talking but about? But I wouldn't be like, can I move? Because I want everyone to know that it's I It's a bit, Nikki. <laughs> Jesus. No, no <laughs> bits. He's a popular He's guy. He's no bits. Oh, you were popular. Yeah. I don't know. Really. I was extremely it. violent. Is it Megan Ranks on everything? All social yeah. media? All right. Everything. Go check her out. We'll leave links in the description. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>